Hey, Thumpers, welcome to another movie review from Hyper RPG. We are here to do a spoiler review of Marvel's Spider-Man Homecoming, the sixth Spider-Man movie since 2002, uh, Yep. directed by John Watts, who did Clown mm-hmm. and Cop Car. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen those, go watch them absolutely. immediately. I haven't yet. Um, the this- 16th, the 16th. Yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Is it the 16th? Wow. Yeah, That's 12 crazy. was uh was Phase 1 and Phase 2 yeah, and then that's true. Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, yeah. Spidey. Spider-Man. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. 16th movie. Is, and this has been very interesting. This has been something that's been rumored and discussed for for a couple years now when we first had all those Sony le- uh, leaks and hacks that Sony was Talking to Marvel about potentially bringing Spider-Man back to the MCU. You remember no that idea, video dude. where we freaked out? Yeah, yeah. I had Spider-Man no idea this party. would ever happen. Yeah, this is so no. crazy. Yeah. No, and now this is a joint venture of Sony and Marvel. Marvel producing this movie, making it happen. Kevin Feige with Amy Pascal, and uh, you know we did a non-spoiler review. If you haven't mm-hmm, seen the movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, check out the non-spoiler review that Augustine and I did. Uh, it's been getting a lot of feedback, a lot of really cool feedback from a lot of people. People talking about the movie, being respectful, not spoiling it in the comments. Thank you yep. guys so much. Mm-hmm. But this now is going to be it. Let's spoil it. the spoiler review. We've got <laughs> our good spoiler. friend Hector Navarro is here. Oh, Probably man. the biggest Spider-Man fan that I've ever met in my life. Yeah, yep. suck a duck, Zach. Go <laughs> <laughs> suck a duck's butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because now like the studio's empty. We're here shooting this and everyone is now watching Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, is that so, where they are? Yeah, yeah, everyone's watching the movie. Oh, so I'm curious okay. to see what yeah, a lot of those people are going to think. Yeah, yeah. We're home alone right home now. Home alone. <laughs> oh, home alone. Um, so let's get your initial reactions, Hector. Yeah. What did you think about this movie, and kind of what were your expectations going into it? Were you hoping that you were going to see certain things, or were you kind of really letting Marvel Studios take the reins on this and let first them kind of, of all, do what they want to do? First of all, so many surprises. Yeah. Of course, I'm bringing baggage to this movie. We all are. Of Everybody course, is, I'm bringing yeah. a love that I've had for this character for 25 years, since mm-hmm. I was four years old, three years old. Of course, I'm bringing that. So I have expectations. I have certain things that I'm lining up in my brain. I'll give you an example. Right at the end, when Adrian Toomes the Vulture almost died, mm-hmm. and Peter was like, I'm trying to save you. I thought, oh my God, they're going to do it again. They're going to kill a bad guy. They're going to kill the Vulture. Sony's going to kill another bad guy. Sony has killed every bad guy, basically, in every Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie up to this point. And I was like, no, no, Except no, no, no. And I went, but... Michael Keaton is so effing good. At this yeah. point, he won yeah. me over like in the opening oh, yeah, scene. And we'll get to that in a second. But by the end, I was like, no, please don't kill him off. Please don't kill him off. And then they didn't. And I went, thank God that they're maybe trying to save the potential to do the Sinister Six. Because mm-hmm. in my brain, I was already like, well, the Sinister Six, you need a vulture. You can't do it without a vulture. Yeah, and I was yeah. already in, again, all two seconds. I'm like, well, oh, shit. All right, fine. If they kill Adrian Toomes, maybe we could get Blackie <laughs> Drago, the second vulture. Or maybe we could get, you know, the new vulture, that one kid with the red. Th- I'm like, okay, okay. Maybe we could get a Sinister Six with a different vulture. This like, is all happening while like, he's watching the movie. Yeah, two <laughs> seconds. Simultaneously. So I'm bringing baggage. And I had expectations. And I think that overall... I'll tell you what I was disappointed with, but I'll tell you what blew me out of the water. I was disappointed with, I think I wanted more emotion, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. of like an epic emotional moment mm-hmm. uh, because I have been rewatching all the other Spidey movies, which are in different universes and they don't count. And for all of those movies, all the problems that those movies have, the Raimi trilogy and the web movies, and I find problems in both. And there's obviously things that I love in both. Like I, there's yeah. things that I love in each one of those mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Probably except Spider-Man Three is honestly a real bummer. Rewatching <laughs> it, guys. Rewatching it. It's not what this review is about. But I was just like, wow, they missed the mark on this so character. Much. He's such a jerk. He so kisses. Much. He kisses Gwen Stacy in front of MJ. Like yeah. all this stuff. Where I was yeah. just like, yeah. whoa, Peter. Yeah. What do you? But you get to this movie, and to me, there was one moment that was close to that. But I think I wanted more of that epic emotional thing that mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm. in like, again, 
Emma Stone's death in Amazing Spider-Man 2. That movie full of problems, but that end, I'm like, that works for me. Oh, absolutely, you that know, worked 100%. Uh, certain things like that work for me. Um, but then, so that was like my disappointment in Spider-Man Homecoming. But the trade-off is, and the thing I did not expect was, to me, how well they earned Spider-Man being Spider-Man on his own. To me, mm-hmm. they earned it. And I was, after seeing the trailers, I was kind of piecing two and two together, and I'm like, I think he's going to get his suit taken away. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to show up in the third act with his homemade suit, and I think he's going to do it without any mm-hmm. help because that's how Spider-Man is. I love that he's a kid. I love that he's a part of the Marvel Universe. He is finally home, and the universe is a little bit more complete. We still mm-hmm. need the X-Men. Mm-hmm. We still need the Fantastic Four. We still need Namor the Submariner. We still need Blade. We still need certain guys mm-hmm. to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still need this Spider-Man to interact with the Kingpin. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I want that. Absolutely. But we're getting closer, and it feels better. And the fact that – here's what it reminded me of. Star Trek, the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Young Captain Kirk. By the end of that film, he's in the captain's chair. And to me, they earned it. But to Star Trek fans, a lot of criticism came out. He didn't earn it. He didn't go through the things that the original Kirk did and blah, blah, blah. So at the beginning of the second movie, they took it away. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah, y'all shouldn't have done this. Y'all should have stuck to your guns. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? But like, it was an, it was an attempt for them to sort of backtrack and, and concede to that point and right, then go right. from there. Okay. Cut to Marvel Civil War, Captain America Civil War. And Peter Parker's flipping up in there, and Iron Man just recruits him, and it's like, you're on the squad. <laughs> yeah, and he shows yeah. up in the lineup, and he's there, and he's got yeah. the suit, and it's full on. I don't know if the criticisms were, well, he didn't earn that, that Spider-Man didn't go through trials and tribulations or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, like, I don't right. know if that's what criticisms were, but I think that this was Marvel's attempt to go, you know, okay, we know this character. We know what makes him work. Yeah. And we're going to give him all these toys in the beginning, but he's going to be frustrated that Iron Man is in his movie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't, like, we hear you. But he's a part of this universe. But he's going to be frustrated that he can't grow out of the shadow of these characters, mm-hmm. which is something that is kind of a part of those early Spider-Man comics, Ultimate Spider-Man. That that thing about this teenager version of the character is there. In the very first issue of Amazing Spider-Man in 1963, he shows up to the Fantastic Four's headquarters because he wants a job. Mm-hmm. Because those heroes are superheroes the fantastic Mm -hmm. four they're rich they're famous they're celebrities they use their public identity and peter's like that's what i need to go to if spider-man were as confident as people think he is and he's not because he's he tries he's a guy who tries and fails and tries and fails and tries and fails if he were as confident as iron man or batman he would be like nah i don't need to interact with anybody and be in his own comic for forever 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 forever. Mm -hmm. but he's not he is insecure as hell he sees these heroes he when before captain america came back from being frozen his uncle ben would tell him about captain america the legend of world war ii you know what i mean like he idolized this man when he was five and now and you know people were looking at it and scoffing at it but the fact that he shows up in iron man 2 the fact that Marvel's now retroactively saying, yeah, that little kid in Iron Man 2 that goes like this, and Iron Man jumps down, nice job, kid, and flies away. Uh-huh. They're saying, yeah, that's Peter Parker. And it's like, that's a great moment because, holy shit, imagine if it is for a second. Mm-hmm. He's 10 years old or something. He's, you know, when did that happen? 2010? Yeah. So he's, yeah. if he's 15 now, he's seven Damn. when that happened, yeah. seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. That would change your life forever. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and, it, and somebody, you know, some person put this on Tumblr, the shot from the trailer, and it's in mm-hmm. the movie. I just wanted to be like you. And you cut back to him literally doing that. Yeah. And then Tony Stark saying, I wanted you to be better. Mm-hmm. And then Tony and all of his failures and his, his flaws. And he's like, I don't, he's like, don't be Iron Man. Be, right. be your, like, be better. Right. And this is a, it, it worked for Tony's character too, for him yeah, to be like a absolutely. father figure character. Mm-hmm. So in summation for how I feel about this movie, 
So much potential. I loved it. It's definitely my favorite Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the best standalone Spider-Man movie. It feels like an episode, but like, holy shit, do I want to see the next episode now? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. I think if this one is Batman Begins, the next one could be The Dark Knight. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and just bring in that emotion. Yeah. And yeah. Br- like, Absolutely. because Vulture's a great villain, but you've got who are the villains left before they start to recycle? You've got Craven the Hunter, mm-hmm. who I think is who I would pick because Craven's fucked up and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've Scorpion, got Scorpion, Matt Gargan, yeah. right? A great still threat. Yeah. Still have the Shocker. Shocker's still there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Vulture's still there. Mm-hmm. The remainder of the Sinister Six are, so you have the Vulture, then you've got, not the Shocker, but you've got Electro, oh, yeah, Sandman, Electro. Dr. Octopus, Mysterio, Craven the Hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Mysterio. You can replace him with somebody else. So maybe replace the rhino. Maybe the chameleon, maybe the rhino. But like once you start recycling, I want to see them recycle. Mm-hmm. The same way Christopher Nolan was like, no, 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 let me do the Joker. And he wasn't afraid of it, at least not in the second movie. In the first mm-hmm. movie, he's like, I'm not doing the Joker. You got mm-hmm. a, a new villain, Ra's al Ghul, Scarecrow, fine. But the second movie, they're like, we're going to do the Joker and we're going to make you forget about Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I want the next Spider-Man movie or the one after, whatever they decide to do. If you're doing Norman Osborn, make us forget about Willem Dafoe. If yeah. you're doing Otto Octavius, make us forget about Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's that hard to do. The mm-hmm. casting has been phenomenal. The writing could be top-notch. My favorite part of the movie is Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Absolutely. Blown away by him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he's one of my favorite villains. And it and I love this version of the Vulture. This is my favorite version of the Vulture. Mm-hmm. I love it, love it, love it. And I did not see the fucking twist coming. <laughs> Dude. It's great. I have issues well, with that. During that yeah. twist, the yeah. whole theater went, <gasps> Like you could hear the audible gasp, but yeah. we'll get into it later. Yeah. We'll get into so, it. So just like I was going to say, the opening scene, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton picking up after in 2012, mm-hmm. after the Avengers fight. And I was like, mm-hmm. God, I fucking love this. I was already like so on board. Like, this is yep. so smart. This yep. is such a great way to do Absolutely. it. And as soon as they introduce these characters, I'm like, are they shield? And they wear damage control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Damage control in a movie. Yeah. Damage control. That, yeah. Like. The, the Dwayne McDuffie created, and they credited Dwayne, the late, great Dwayne McDuffie, who created uh-huh. Damage Control, uh, the team, the group of people that are basically contractors, and they clean up rubble, for, you know, and they basically right, they, they clean up the mess. The yeah. That was going to yeah. maybe be a show, and maybe not now. Yeah, I it don't was supposed so. to be. It was yeah. supposed to be a show, yeah. and now yeah. I'm like, are the movie people stealing show stuff? The same way that the show people are like, well, we're going to do in humans. Like, right. I don't, yeah, I I don't so. know if they're getting along, I've, but in any case... I don't know. That's a whole other episode. Damage control, and then it was like eight years later, and it's like cool. Now we're, you know, that I was love the only that thing stuff. that I that I had an issue with that was I always, I was always under the impression that the Marvel movies took place in real time. Yeah, the so, timeline's a little wonky. So it was weird because it, it goes 2012, then eight years later. I'm like 2020. What? What? Yeah. A, what? Where's like where yeah. are all the other years going? I think that 2012 actually happened in like 2009. Yeah. Or I, I mean, I, if you're I going think, by if you're going by by. Um, Happy, like eight years would have been because, the beginning of Iron Man. Because, yeah, because Iron Man happened in 2008, and, and John Favreau says it, I've been holding on to this ring since 2008. Right. Great. Mm-hmm. Two, Iron Man and Iron Man 2 happened six months apart, mm-hmm. and okay. then Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, and oh, Thor true, all happen yeah. in the same week, mm-hmm. and it happens like a year or a few months before The Avengers. Mm-hmm. So okay. all of the phase one movies are like, like that, yeah. they're all like yeah. within like a year of each other, yeah. kind yeah. of like a year and a half of each other. So all of phase one, which was up through 2012. Yeah. Right. And then you can start, I think, spacing out the movies at one, whatever point you get to Captain America Civil War, which came out last year. The vision says, ever since you've been as a superhero for the past eight years, <laughs> like he says it, it's like, OK, so the beginning was 08 and now we're in 2016. Uh-huh. So. Time has progressed, mm-hmm. but it just means that the, some of the Marvel movies are scooched up a little closer to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So they're true, not in yeah. actual time. But it's yeah. still a so that wonky. makes so that does make sense. Yeah, then, because 
the beginning of Homecoming takes place during that first Avengers movie, and then we see Spider-Man get that suit. Eight years later right, to right, Civil right, War, right, right, and right. then now it's, you know... And this movie probably doesn't take place in 2017. It probably, probably takes not. place in 2016 after Civil War. Yeah. Like, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Maybe it takes place before Doctor Strange. Maybe it yeah. takes place, you know... And we know Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 are both in 2014. Yeah. They're yeah. both they're two months apart. That's true. So, the, That's so true. it's a little wonky, but yeah. somebody just made a really good Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline that's, like, interactive, and you oh, can yeah? find it oh, online. Really? If you go to Slash Film... On their little superhero bits, you somebody can fi- you can pull it up and it goes all the way back to like you know Odin shows up in oh, Norway that's cool. in t- you know four thousand. Uh, we need BC to explore that just yeah. to get our shit straight <laughs> it's because I, it's dope. I'm so confused. So yeah. So anyway, I mean, I dug it. I want to go see it again. So many great Easter eggs. Easily the funniest Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Not the most emotional, uh-huh. but it's potential. It's laying yeah. the yeah. groundwork. Yeah. He's 15. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think we that's got years. I think that's Ugh. what sets it apart from the other Spider-Man movies is the the for me like kind of the theme or the message of the movie is about acceptance and growing right. into manhood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what set this movie so much apart from the other Spider-Man movies. You know, the fr- the original Raimi movies they kind of gloss over his high school years. Yeah. He's in it for Half of the movie, then he's going to go off into college. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with Andrew Garfield. Because they're movies. played by older actors exactly. that are not right, right. in high school. This is the one. This is finally the Spider-Man series that they. I think that they've said that every movie will take place in a different year of his high school yeah, career. So it'll awesome. be a sophomore. Uh, or sorry, sophomore, junior, for, and uh, senior. senior. And then since they did say they were going to do five movies, apparently, mm-hmm. you know, then you could do the first two years of his college That's great. experience. And maybe, I don't know if they kill him, they bring in yeah. Miles Morales, oh, uh, whatever they end up doing. <sighs> But I think that's, I think when you approach this movie from that sort of perspective of we're going to make him young and we're going to keep him there, yeah. you, mm-hmm. I'm not, you don't necessarily have to do it that way where it's less emotion, more humor. But I think to introduce this character to a new audience mm-hmm. or an audience who's been experiencing the other five <laughs> movies, you need to do it different enough yeah. where you can look at yeah. these movies and look at them differently. Absolutely. You know, that, that Raimi Spider-Man was very much a, a product of the 60s. Then you have... Mark Webb Spider-Man and then you have this one and they really really play with the youthfulness of the character yeah. I think you need yeah. that I think if he's a high school student I mean you look back at your own high school experience and it is all the things that I saw in this movie yeah mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. it's tragic it's dramatic and it's, it, and it has, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable and it's also can be kind of heroic at times right and you right. and I feel like they did a pretty good job of incorporating all those things yeah. and like you were saying earlier this movie is very much small scale. Yes. Yeah, like it's absolutely. it's more of like a I think the other Spider-Man movies have also been very personal, mm-hmm. but this one is personal in a very small kind of contained yeah. way. The old ones always end with right. like yeah, it's personal to Peter, but Dr. Octopus is going to destroy the planet exactly. or destroy right. New York. And Electro Goblin is trying to like destroy, you know, the, lizard, like the whole city be, like the whole you know, city's about to something. be turned into yeah, lizards. Exactly. Like, yeah. And what I love about this is the fact that it's not about that. It's not about Vulture wanting to destroy the city. It's about Vulture wanting to assume ultimate power because that power will generate him wealth, which in turn will generate wealth for his family. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important to him. It's his family. He doesn't care Mm -hmm. about anything else. Mm -hmm. It's just about being able to put a roof over his family's head. And I think that's... I think that's such a nice contrast to Spider-Man because Spider-Man is all about helping the little guy. It's about responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's all about responsibility. And it's all about helping Toombs the little guy. Yeah. wasn't being responsible. I think one of the things in the movie, and I and I hopefully I'll pick up on it more with mm-hmm. a second, third viewing, is like they make it. They make Adrian so sympathetic. They make Michael Keaton so sympathetic. Especially like, in the beginning. You're like, damn, dude, he got screwed over. Yep. Like, yep. wow. Yeah. The, and then like when he even says he accidentally killed that guy, I thought this was the anti-gravity gun. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, he's not all the way a bad guy. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 he's yeah, just, yeah. He's just in like a dicey situation. But by the end of the film, 
uh, I think that it is clear that Peter's way is correct and Adrian's is wrong. That Peter's, you know, even if you have the potential to do this stuff, you got to be responsible for your family. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't being responsible. He's being reckless. Mm -hmm. What if he did get arrested and now his family had to move to Oregon and now he's in jail? You know, so it's the thing of like, you got to do the right thing. And when Peter walks into that homecoming dance and says, I'm sorry, I got to go. You don't, you don't deserve this. Like that's Peter. And he does it. And Peter does the same thing. He echoes that sentiment at the end when he rejects Avengers membership, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? And to me, I'm like, that's so Mm Spider-Man. I want him to, to purposefully be this poor guy. He could be running the world. He could be up there rubbing shoulders with Iron Man and maybe Captain America Mm -hmm. once they're cool Mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's like, no, 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 I'm going to be low to the ground. Right. Cause he's looking out for his aunt. Cause he's looking out for, you know, his friends, Ned, all these people. Yeah. So, you know, that stuff really, it, it really panned out. That's, that's the other thing I really want to touch on that I really liked about this movie is his friendship with Ned. So good. He, not, like, he yeah. acts like sometimes we could have acted as a kid, acted yeah. as a kid, like forget about your friends over a girl or yeah. forget about your friends over something and really been a dick about it. Mm-hmm. But at the end, he fully embraces the friendship and everything that Ned can offer. Mm-hmm. And it just makes Ned's life absolutely because he gets to be the guy in the chair. Yeah. What are you doing? He gets to be the bug in his ear. Oh, watching porn? <laughs> watching so porn. Funny. Oh, so think, funny. So funny. I think the it's it, as much as Ned is a, as a sidekick, I wouldn't really call him a sidekick yeah. because he plays a big role in this movie. He's, he's, I would say he's a sidekick in the most complimentary way possible. Possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, he is a support system. He is basically the support system that, in the end, without Ned, we would have seen Spider-Man die in the bus yard. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he would have absolutely That's been true. gone. Yeah. And, and I like how they reference that later, like towards the end of the yeah. movie. But it's something that we haven't really seen before. Is Peter Parker connect with another guy? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's always been pining over the girl, and it's all about MJ. And then and for Harry Osborn, it's always like a tragic friendship. Exactly, exactly. your friend, the bug. You know? Yeah, okay. It's exactly. like come exactly. on, guys. But he was able to build just a dude friendship, yeah. which is great. And and that's what really struck me that and that they did really well in this movie because I I believed it one hundred percent. Yeah, I I because we've all like, had that sort of a friend who's always yeah. got your back. Yeah. yeah, like when he was in the bed wearing the Spider Man suit. So I, if I was Spider Man, I would totally let my friends wear my Spider my Spider Man uh, hood. You, you, you gotta know? take him web slinging, dude. You yeah. gotta take him web slinging. I would I would strap if him any on like a backpack yeah. and just yes. like go around. Like town. Yoda. If I had powers, yeah. I'd be like, you're taking me web slinging. Exactly. Yeah, we're exactly. Bros. It'd be yeah. like this is happening right now yeah. in the comic books. Ned Leeds it turns out to be a character named the Hobgoblin. He turns out to be one of the guys who is manipulated by. Roderick King Kingsley, who was like the original Hobgoblin, who again, kind of like Adrian Toomes, steals a bunch of shit from Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. dresses up like the Goblin. Ned Leeds ends up becoming a reporter, an investigative reporter. I don't think they're going to go down that path because this Ned Leeds so. is basically Ganke, Ganke from right. the Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man yeah. series, yeah. which I'm a little heartbroken about because I'm like, well, now Miles Morales will never have that right sort of Brian Michael Bendis like best friend, which is so good in the comic books. But Peter has it, and it's yeah, awesome, exactly. and that character's awesome. Exactly. Um. And just to go back to your point a little bit about the the emotion, the epic scale, like it, I'm kind of looking at it like if they're pl- really planning to do five with Peter or Miles or whatever, the fifth Harry Potter movie had higher stakes than the first one. Absolutely. Year one was like a children's, mo- a kid's movie. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And like as the movies, you to Hogwarts. As the movies yeah. went on and you were like, that's it cool. Darker, yeah. It got darker. It got more intense. It got life or death stakes. Mm-hmm. It got like epic. And I have a feeling that you could go th- to those places with Spider-Man. Yeah, you But can. his beginnings you feel like this. You got, yeah, his beginnings are very high school and they're very yeah, like, there's, you know, I mean, even though there are things at stake, it's not like he's been in it for years and people are trying to figure out who his his aunt is right. and where he's yeah. living and all it's just not like yet. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. very bare bones because nobody really knows who he is. Yep. He's just like, I'm starting out. I, this is fresh. This is new. Dude, he doesn't have a lot at stake. What would you guys think of that moment where v the vulture figures it out? Where Adrian Toomes is in the car. Dude. Fucking figures it out. I was so dude, stressed. It's probably. I was stressed oh, out. I, I will say like there are, there are a lot of scenes in Marvel movies that I think are done really, really well. But I think mm -hmm. that scene because of. You have these two characters on these two opposite spectrums, and as you watch the movie, their paths slowly just start to get closer and closer yeah. and closer, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. they converge in that one scene, and it is very stressful. It's very chaotic. It's you so... see the conversation he's having with Liz, and they keep cutting back to Michael Keaton, and he's slowly realizing, like, right, he's putting right, two and right. two together, and uh. he's like, this is this is coincidence, this and this. Like, right. oh my God, this is right. Spider-Man. And the scene before it's that was intense. played for laughs when yeah. he has a knife, yeah. and he's asking right. him stuff, you know, like, like, what do you think? What are you going to do, Peter? Uh -huh. And he's just so freaked and out. And Peter like, cannot very... get his shit together. Yeah, he's I like, yeah, I like right the answer. fact that they played Peter as like, he cannot control himself. Yeah. He's he's about to go on this date with this hot girl, and he just can't stop staring at this dude who almost killed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> makes sense, because anybody would act that way. And especially because he, of, of his age, because he's so young, yeah. and he's so like, mm -hmm. still trying to figure everything out. He yeah. doesn't know how to control it. Right, and then mm -hmm. in the car... Yeah, the, the way that the, the scene was shot, it was yeah. incredible because you got this creepiness yeah. out of his eyes and just like the shiftiness out of his eyes. Mm -hmm. And then when he figures out that Peter Parker, like they're at a they're at a red light. And when he mm -hmm. figures out that Peter that Parker is Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. green light turns on. I'm like, Ooh. oh, fuck. He just yeah. found yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah. I like that they didn't play the vulture as an idiot. You right. know, like yes. this guy's absolutely smart yeah. and he's going to put the dots together like. Quick, Very quick. honey, go ahead and go inside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the dad. And talk. then he yeah. pulls the like, fucking gun, gun. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! I will kill you, dead. The, I was yeah. like, Whoa. The, yeah. the atmosphere in that yeah. whole scene is probably one of the most tense, even though yeah. it's not like the most things are at stake. It's one of the most tense I've seen in any superhero. Well, movie and I think also what it does so well is it shows you the depth, the the lengths that they are willing to go with the Spider-Man yes. movies, because yes. that's a very with a, with a movie that 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 scene is very much surrounded by these like. Big and, and, and funny and sort of light and uplifting scenes. Yeah, right. But then you have this really dark moment oh, that Spider-Man crosses. And it shows you kind of where they're really really willing to go with yes. that character and yes. how dark they're willing to let the situations kind of go. Because right, that's a right, very right. dark and terrifying scene. It was it was and, and, and even the way it's, it's shot, because yes. like the camera starts to move closer and closer yep. and yeah. it gets tighter where and tighter. You're uncomfortably close yeah, to his face. And you're seeing like this whole thing unfold and you're like you see his oh, eyes very, kind of shifting and yeah. like connecting the dots and you're just like it's very no don't find out now and yeah. I think that's a huge testament to how well Michael Keaton plays Vulture yeah. and even how yeah. well Tom Holland reacts to him in that Absolutely. scene it's Absolutely. really it's really well directed and so John Watt like go watch Clown you guys cool. haven't seen Clown yet no. the movie is scary yeah. cool. and when I saw that I was like Oh, he's putting in a little bit of his horror movie gotcha. like shooting yeah. and and visual effects on that. Uh, I th like I said, that was one of the greatest scenes I've seen in mm. any superhero movie because you really feel like the vulture can fuck some shit up. Yeah, or like he just he's that determined yeah. that he will probably shoot Peter Parker in the face if he yeah. could have at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, and I think the scene is even more effective because this Peter is so young. If yes. it was oh, yeah. an older actor in his Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Maguire yeah, I wouldn't I'd feel be like, that I'd be like, kick his ass. I'd be like, you know, yeah, yeah, he's like, like yeah. your age. Like, grown man fight. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's <laughs> not a grown man fight. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So about the twist. Okay, we're going to go in the twist? Okay, let's he, go in the here's, twist. Here's what I'll say. Before I went and saw the movie, Mark Miller, comic book writer, said that he he went with like his eight-year-old daughter or something, and then uh -huh. afterwards, this is now her favorite movie. Yeah. She's obsessed with Spider-Man, yeah. which he's so excited about. But he said that... She was eight or maybe has a six-year-old kid or something that when the twist happened, I read this tweet without knowing what the twist was. Uh -huh. He said that his daughter stood up 
turned around and was like, this isn't good for anybody. Like, so stressed out. Like, oh, no. Like, it's like when you open the door, you know. It's like uh, it's like the new generation's version of Luke, I am your father. Kind right. of yeah. And, and it's, not, with I, not as many stakes, but, you know. I, I, sure, I read sure. the tweet, and I was like, that's hilarious. You know, a little kid reacting. And then when I saw the movie and that happened, I went, oh, this is the moment. And, yeah. I, and I could yeah. picture a little kid setting up like, oh, no. Like, because it was so. Yeah. I didn't see coming. And it's classic, classic Spider-Man stuff. You know, yeah. his his people in his social circle always end up being related kind of to villains and it's soap opera you know it's done 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 it was soap it's opera great. because everybody in the theater gasped yeah. at that point and i was like <gasps> yeah. oh even i gasped like when i i was like yeah. oh shit everybody else it took me a second yeah. i was like oh no he knows who he is and he's yeah. in her house yeah. wait a minute uh-huh i'm i'm such a racist that's her dad like I, she's obviously like she's mixed race like oh that makes sense you know it, and it makes her mom sense shows because out, you're yeah. like how does a 16 year old kid have a party this huge yeah where they were With calling the peter money. penis parker yeah. so great. i was like you have a dj and like he's talking shit about people but it's okay you're party you must be rich um but yeah so that well, so you had an issue with that adam what, well because what so the whole time that they're promoting this movie mm-hmm. they kept saying that laura harry was playing liz allen yeah man his name is adrian tombs they don't ever say her last address name it or explain yeah. it so i'm like mm, interesting so is she like is she liz allen or is she liz tombs is it, it I need, to, I need to I double guess? check the credits at the end i didn't see her mm-hmm. name yeah but on imdb she's listed as just liz Gotcha. That's what she's listening yeah. to. So she and just it was a red herring, bro. Yeah. yeah. Just like Michelle. We sure. all knew she was going to be MJ. Yeah, and she said absolutely. MJ, and uh, I was stoked. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I, I don't care for it. To I, be completely oh, what? I, do. I don't think it's as important as people built it up to be yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know how there was so much anger and hype yeah. and everything? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just... I think they played it smart though, and just downplaying it and be like, yeah, yeah I mean, whatever. Instead it of it matter. being instead of it being a she's all that yeah. scenario, like we yeah. talked about, where like, oh, she's gonna show up and Zendaya is gonna look Zendaya gorgeous, yeah. and it's like Michelle was gorgeous. She was yeah. really pretty, but she was so funny and so cool. Oh, absolutely. Seemed like she did come from a broken home, and I'm like, yeah. oh snap, that's that that could be that could be Mary Jane. That that's, could be MJ. That is MJ. And then she said it, and I was like, great. Keep being in these movies. We're never gonna see Liz again. She moved to Oregon. Yeah. Right. We're we're probably we're probably gonna see her in the same way that we saw. Natalie Portman in the first Avengers movie where Coulson yeah. was like, here's a picture of Natalie Portman. She's right. safe, you know, cause right. she wasn't in that movie. Like she's off in Oregon and she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like, cool. Now the next movie is either going to be MJ romance yeah. or another high school kid. I, Betty I thought Brandt. Zendaya was great as, yeah. as, as Michelle. Yeah. But for me, it was like, it was like, it kind of felt like when JJ Abrams kept denying that Benedict Cumberbatch was con. Sure. That whole thing of like, <laughs> yeah. not con, not con. Yeah. John Harrison, yeah. John Harrison, not MJ, mm-hmm. not MJ, Michelle, Michelle, uh-huh. Michelle, Michelle. Yeah. yeah. And then like, oh, I'm MJ. my friends call me MJ. And like this whole movie we've been building up, I don't have any friends. It's like, did we just put that in there for the sake of like putting sure. it in there? Or does it actually have like a, is she really Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. Like, right, right, I don't right. know. To me, it just kind of felt like it was in there just for the sake of just like add on. addressing it to the yeah, fans yeah. and not really actually giving it any sort of context yeah. or like a oof. reason for it. Yeah. I will yeah. say to their defense. But uh, I liked com- her character. Like, sure. I want to see more of her yes. character. Mm-hmm. Compared to Khan, the Khan reveal. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch just says, my name is Khan. Yeah. And the audience is supposed to react. But Kirk's like, well, I don't know. Who, like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. He doesn't know who that is. He doesn't <laughs> yeah, have yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. To, to the defense of the screen, the script of Spider-Man Homecoming, she does say after, uh, who was it, Ned, says, like, I thought you didn't have any friends. And she's mm-hmm. like, I didn't. And it's really cheesy. And right. she's saying, like, you guys are my friends now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Could that have been played up a little better? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, she was kind of a, basically a background character yeah. who was a really funny background character. But she's she right. was she didn't have a moment of, like, I'm not saying maybe let her know that he's Spider-Man. But oh, they, did, they did hint at that. I think she knows. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's interesting, too, because, again, that, you going, go, Peter? that goes to the Never comics. Mind, I don't care. Go, go. <laughs> yeah, that goes exactly. to the comics. Mary Jane knew 
years before and then years later it was real like i've known the whole time peter yeah. after mm-hmm. he told her you know and she was yeah. like i just didn't want to i don't want to fall for you but i did i knew you yeah. were like fucking dangerous or whatever so yeah going back um, to what you were yeah. saying about the emotion of the movie i do feel like there it, it has less of an emotional impact on the way that i think the old movies does because and there's I'm, no Uncle Ben moment. Yes. There's no heart to heart with Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Really, right. there's no you know. There's hints towards it. Yes, we, he he talks when he's talking to uh to to Ned. We get little hints of the backstraws, been by a spider, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he mentions that he doesn't want to put his aunt through through more than she's already been put yes. through. Yes. And then in Civil War, he has a really great monologue where he's talking to Tony Stark. So great about when you can do the things you can do, and exactly. You don't do those and things, th- I, to me, that is the scene that really echoes what Uncle Ben used to always yeah. tell him. And yeah. I know it's something that some people have been saying that. Spider-Man's origin is so good and it's such a pivotal part of who he is mm-hmm. right. that it felt like they needed to see it or that the movie should have had it because 20 years from now, if somebody were to just pick up this movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, and just watch it mm-hmm. without seeing the rest of the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. they don't really have enough context as to why are you the way you are, Sure, which is a totally fair and valid point. I feel like because we are in this expanded and ginormous universe, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it definitely will be something that will be addressed in Spider-Man 2, yeah. especially because yeah. now Aunt May knows that he's Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. I'm calling I think that's going to be a huge heart crux heart. of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm ca- uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. To your point, yeah. like if somebody was going to pick this up in 20 years and not know anything, I, I have a feeling that if anybody looks into Spider-Man and be like, oh, I'm going to watch Homecoming, you're gonna have access to information. And be like, oh, this is part of a whole separate sure. thing. So, oh, there were Spider-Man movies that came before yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and there was. You might be confused as to which one you want to watch. Sure. Yeah. You know. So, I think that that I see that argument where you mm-hmm. some people feel like you need to have it, but at this point, you have to. We're not in a vacuum. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not in a vacuum. You have you know. to play it for now. You know, yeah. like but, we we're all jaded on seeing. Sure. Uncle Ben, but, but did they? But did they miss an opportunity to bring in that emotion? Did they miss an opportunity to have a flashback? So. Did they, you know, or is that I don't something? Think so. it, you know, it's too early to say because we haven't seen the sequel yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like well, you're yeah. saying, Adam, like they could bring that in the next one. Aunt May knows. I, I think they should get somebody like Tom Hanks to play Uncle Ben because Tom Hanks is America's dad. Yeah, and he, you could see somebody him, throw a Kyle know, Chandler, and I really liked that. Kyle Chandler, Uncle Ben, yeah, him and Marissa Tomei are hot. That's a hot couple right there. That's hottie, 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 Uncle Ben and Aunt May. But again, Kyle Chandler doing a speech to Peter, and like I can totally picture it. They got to do it now because Tom Holland's not getting any younger. You know, hopefully he's going to stay looking the same size and age and face. They'll 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 get reference footage from the Impossible that movie he did in 2012 and make him young, (laughs) make him 12 or whatever. So um so yeah, but it's like but that movie again, it's not really going for that kind of stuff right right and i'm liking it to harry potter and you know we don't live in a vacuum and they've had five of the movies and right. it was they were trying so hard to make it different and they yes. succeeded mm-hmm. and i think a part of that was like well we can't do they had to make some sacrifices they had to make yeah that's a good way to put it yeah, they had absolutely. to make some sacrifices absolutely yeah, yeah I, I i agree with mm-hmm. you guys 100 on all that now the one that the one point that i want to talk about is mm-hmm. the moment with uh donald glover yes. in the parking lot come yeah. on where he drops that juicy little line. Yeah. I don't want these weapons in my neighborhood. Yeah. I got a I've nephew. I got a nephew. I got a nephew. Aaron, Aaron Davis. Oh. The Prowler. Oh. Little Miles what? Morales action. I'm so excited. What do we think <laughs> so of this? Well, Instantly, I thought Miles Morales. Sure, I mean, it's Miles. It yeah. It's Miles. It Miles it's 100% Absolutely. confirmed. It's Miles. Yeah. Because oh. Aaron Davis is Miles Morales' mother's brother, right? I think so. I the think point is, is that brother. in Miles Morales' storyline, 
His uncle Aaron is the prowler. That's yep. his uncle, who's a thief. But he, but he, and again, in the scene earlier, oh, you got like rock climbing stuff, the climbing stuff, mm-hmm. like because he's like the prowler. That's the yeah. type of guy he yeah. is. He's not like a big guns guy. He doesn't right. want to, you know. And that lined up really beautiful. And mm-hmm. and uh, Donald Glover's perfect to play that character, the cool mm-hmm. uncle. Can you imagine being uh, the nephew to that guy? Oh my yeah. god, I would want to hang if he out. Wasn't rich. I would want Donald Glover to be Come my on. uncle. <laughs> Come on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, like even yeah, I just so, want him to be my uncle. That's such a great setup. I want yeah. Marvel to just do Miles' story now but i'm like but wait but no but we got peter we got years of we peter got such a good peter and i right want now. peter to die but yeah. wait i love tom holland and i want him to yeah. do six movies but i also mm-hmm. want him to die i want them to do a movie called the death of spider-man that mm-hmm. comes out yeah people are like what are they serious and the trailer sets it up and you yep. go to see the movie and everybody tears yep. yep and then miles shows up like oh i missed i, yep. I missed it i feel responsible well, and, I, and i think this that's my uncle i ben think that's moment. why they're saying five movies because if if it's yeah. true if they end up really doing five movies which yeah. they don't have to mm-hmm. if they do three movies that are in high school his high school your sophomore junior senior and then college college two years of college and then at the end of that fifth movie he dies and miles morales takes over Whoa. spider-man i love i love that good run and and honestly yeah. even th- like it sony is a company that has kind of done wrong by spider-man the mm-hmm. last few movies mm-hmm. but i think because of this collaboration with marvel studios because of kevin feige's sort of looking at things and making sure that even though you're, he's not focused on what's going to happen five ten years from now mm-hmm. he wants to leave opportunities open you so to bring in the prowler yeah to br- and not yeah. even the prowler to just bring in that character aaron davis mm-hmm. and to just mention a, a nephew that's enough that even if they never addressed it, which I'm sure they will, but even if they never addressed it, mm-hmm. there still is that hope that Miles Morales will at some point show up in the Spider-Man yeah. universe. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool. I just like that they dropped this because it lets me know that maybe Sony's taking the hint from Marvel yeah. and sending up juicy little tidbits like yeah. this. That could lead to something or yeah. could not. You yeah. know, they didn't confirm anything, sure. but they gave nerds like us just enough to like just chew on it a little bit yeah. and be like, okay, well, let's same thing with Scorpion. Good. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. put him in the Great movie setup. just enough mm-hmm. with with an actor that people know from other from other stuff, but you can build him in the second movie or if you don't, you can build him in the third movie. But yeah. like they leave the opportunity open to bring these other characters yeah. and to build towards the yeah. Sinister Six, which mm-hmm. Sony, that's something Sony has been wanting to do mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Now and they it got, failed. They got the right. It failed miserably in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And yeah. now taking it one movie at a time, building up one villain by one yes, villain. That's how you do and it. And this movie too. I mean, this movie had two shockers. Yeah. It had yeah. the vulture. It yeah. had a pre prowler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it was able to balance all those characters so well. The Tinker, yeah. yeah I totally forgot about that. Phineas Tinker. Mason. Yeah. Exactly. But because they were able to balance everything so well, and because the spotlight was mostly on the Vulture, where it mm-hmm. should have been, mm-hmm. we got a really good character, a really good villain, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite villains, like you were saying, since like since Loki, probably, yeah. because yeah. he feels like a fully three-dimensional character, and yeah, he has exactly. the right motivation, and it's exactly. very personal. And all I think, well earned. Yeah, and I think that's what makes that character work so well. So mm-hmm. I hope that we continue to get villains like this. Michael Keaton's delivery, every line he says. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can't just go out there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Michael Keaton's so great. I mean, so and, I, and I agree. I think it's it's great that they finally didn't kill a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Because yeah. I do want to see these guys come back. And even if it's in small doses. Yeah, exactly. Bring them back. Why not? I'm thinking the next one is going to be Craven the Hunter. I hope so. Uh, maybe with Vermin. Maybe with uh, Scorpion. A, a Scorpion. A new version of the Lizard. Like We in, also have to know. think about the Venom news that's been dropping, too. Like, I mean, are they going to dig their heels into that, Now it's that not too, part of the or? universe. Yeah. That's some you, crazy You shit. could tell. 
Kevin Feige was like, hey, 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 hey. You, need to, you need to clear the record. <laughs> you need to I'll stop. Talk, I'll talk. The record. I'll talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Feige, you know, he was a producer on those old Spider-Man movies yeah, as yep. well. He was an executive yep. producer along with Stan Lee on, like, Spider-Man 2. Like, mm-hmm. he's been right. in this game for a long time. That's right. where he got to start. Um, you know, that's going to be really curious to see how, how that works out. I At this point, I don't want to see their Venom movie interact with this because I'm like, no, I'd rather see their this tones movie. Are too different. I'd yeah. rather see this movie yeah. do a symbiote. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see Tom Holland with the black suit Spider-Man, and I'd rather see Eddie Brock show up and take the the and, yeah. and you know and and mm-hmm. plant those seeds. Yeah, and yeah. you can do it. And look at how far we've come in nine years, from 2008 to 2017. Sony should be patient, like Captain America says, be patient. Mm-hmm. It's not about we got to set up the Sinister Six in one movie. It's mm-hmm. like no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Look at how many movies Marvel can bang out in a short period of time. Yeah, you can you can set up so many characters, yeah. and you need to take yeah. it easy because. Spider-Man's villains are the best villains in Marvel, mm-hmm. hands down. Norman Osborn is the anti-Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Norman Osborn is Lex Luthor and the Joker combined into one. Mm-hmm. He could have that potential. The way he's been written has been some of the best stuff. He could be leading S.H.I.E.L.D. He could have the Dark Avengers. He mm-hmm. could be the Green Goblin. He could be the leader of Hammer. Exactly, yep. exactly. And it's like, if you want to take advantage of that, you do it right. Yeah. If you want to burn it, then you do what they did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Harry Osborn. With Chris Cooper. You know, Chris an Cooper. amazing actor. Yep. And then what kill him in do? one scene. Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm hoping that the, the Marvel, no, right, right, right. you know, <laughs> Sony collab, that would be amazing. Uh, I hope that that collaboration leads to, like, let's breathe mm-hmm. and let's set this up. And, um, you know, yeah. And I think that this movie is hopefully proof of that. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. If, if anything, just to sum it up, I feel like Spider-Man is in good hands for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind that he's not only Marvel property at this point. Right. Because sure. it seems like they did take notes. They did listen to Feige. They did also kind of do their own thing. They struck a beautiful balance between two companies that potentially we never saw working together yeah, yeah. and they made mm-hmm. a fucking great movie you paying attention fox you taking notes fox <laughs> well, I let's think get some X-Men. i need doom oh, are, you guys, are you guys sad you're, doom. Your, your x-men are stuck in the 90s okay work with marvel let's get a new wolverine let's get a new class of x-men let's i get a need dr doom X. in these movies doom and the most important of all let's get doom let's get yeah. victor von doom in there i think oh, i think too i think the, what the movie does so well is it gives Characters, great moments, and not all of them. Mm-hmm. But then what it also does is allows Spider-Man to have great moments with those characters, like the Aunt May moment. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Marissa Tomei, her screen time is pretty limited. Yeah, and Aunt May's screen time in most movies is pretty limited. But yeah. when she's on, like she's really great. She's yes. really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you, were more Aunt May you were mentioning more You were mentioning that some yeah. of the you weren't a big fan of the Spider Tech. Yeah, let me talk about well before we get into right. this, maybe my favorite scene is yeah. uh, my favorite moment is the rubble. When he's lifting yes. up off the rubble, yep. I for real almost choked up. Yeah, because I, I, I leaned forward in my seat and I was like, "This is Spider-Man. This I, is full-on Spidey." Like I told you earlier, I, I leaned to Cynthia when yeah. that part happened. And I was yeah, like, Hector's gonna cry right <laughs> now. Come on, Peter. Come right on, now. Peter. Switch yeah. it. Come on, Spider-Man. Yep. Come on, Spider-Man. Cut. And I'm like, they pulled it off. I yep. thought I, that yep. was such a great moment from a classic comic book moment. We just gotta get the medicine to Aunt May, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, so I love that part. But yeah, the tech, I'm split on it because. Spider-Man, to me, I think is as cool of a character, as good of a character, or better than Tony Stark, than Batman, than mm-hmm. some of our favorite superheroes that are like fantasy characters that have impossible tech. They're James Bond. If James Bond can have cool tech, Spider-Man can have... You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If Iron Man can have the suit that looks like that, we live in a post-Iron Man world. This is the the most leap of tech that a Spider-Man has had in a movie. Oh, yeah. So it's a little jarring because you've got the suits and they're just cloth, but they're really, yeah. they look like they're thousands of dollars yeah. in the old movies. And people were like, well, how did he build that? And then they showed Andrew Garfield sewing it. Okay, cool. But still, mm-hmm. it's a suit that's, you know, and in this one, Tony gave him the suit. It makes perfect sense. And I dig that. But the tech, the AI, 
I lose like Spidey. that shit. Lose I like Spidey shit. to have a little bit of tech. Yeah. I like him to have different kind of web shooters because he's a science, you know, whiz, and he'll figure that shit out. I like him to have the spider tracers yeah. that he did throw on the bad mm -hmm. guy, and I like him to have this the the light that shines out of the belt. Right. And they add they add stuff to him over the years. I really also like the glider. Yeah, thing. I, like that. I didn't like the parachute no. or the or the parachute I could do without because I want him to web stuff and droney right. I could do without droney yeah. and Karen but then I found out Karen's voice by Jennifer Connelly which is <laughs> so amazing uh, Paul Bettany Jennifer Connelly it's brilliant it's yeah. perfect but um but even then I'm like I like the scene where he's talking to Karen because he's stuck overnight right I love that scene and that it stressed me scene. out because I'm like you gotta get to the to the contest yeah, Peter go. but I also like Peter to just be cloth to just be, you know, like like Tony the said. The dependency is on Peter. Yes. Yeah. If you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve it. And I love that moment in the trailer. And I, for me, it, pay, it did pay off in the movie where I'm like, he did earn it. He like I, he oh, did yeah. what I thought he was going to do. Oh, He's yeah. like, fine, then I don't want the suit. And he rejects the Iron Spider suit at the end, which I was so happy yep. about. Yep. I don't want him to be fully head to toe, decked out, teched out. But I would like them to have little things here and there. Right. But to me, Peter is, is heart. Right. He's not necessarily like... And again, if I was a kid, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, this is the coolest shit ever. Because yeah. I pick up action figures when I was a kid. I'd pick them up and I'd go, okay, in this little belt, he's got this <laughs> toy. And it, like my G.I. Joes, I planned them head to toe. I'm like, I know exactly what's on this Joe. And it's going to help me in my adventures. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, no, he's got a grappling hook here. He's got gas grenade pellets here. So that stuff's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I definitely love Peter who is like bare bones, cloth. Absolutely. It's like Superman. Yeah. It's like Superman. It's like if you added a bunch of tech to Superman, so he was like, no, he already has all he the abilities he, he needs. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I like, you know, I like him to have his stuff. And like Peter said in this, you know, I can stop a bus with my bare hands. Right. I'm like, that's. That's you know, what you want to see. It, it's for me. It's also better for stories, for the drama right. of stories, and even sometimes when he runs out of webbing, you yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, cool, cool, cool. And, he's and poor. He is a poor kid. We've also had some super iconic Spider-Man covers where his suit is ripped up, love and, it, like torn apart, mm -hmm. and like half his face is sticking out. And he doesn't care because he still has to do what he has to do. Yeah. I want to see a Spider-Man push to that edge. Yes, you know? but Where, I still like the eyes. Yeah, like oh, the I still like I, his suit is so grown there on me. Are I elements love, of it that I think are really cool. Yeah. Really cool. But I don't, you know, when 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 Karen's trying to explain to him all the different tech that's in the suit, and he unlocks the mm -hmm. different like levels of the suit, I'm like, I could do without this. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I, I'm yeah. fine with Spider-Man being a little bit more simplistic mm -hmm. I, I agree mean, you know I agree, another yeah. thing along with the suit is i feel like they overcompensated with the cg on the suit because mm -hmm. there were some and and this is only because i worked on the movie there was some animation that just looked really really bad yeah there was some moments where the compositing wasn't right and it mm -hmm. just it didn't feel natural because tom holland is such an a gifted acrobat yeah like yeah. Let his performance is shine and I, and a little bit i feel bit like more. they use the cg more than his own like exactly. actual physical skills yeah they mm -hmm. use the cg a lot more than the flips and the everything that he could do i just saw a video that showed his training regimen for the past two years to train for this movie and then they cover most of it up with the cg sure. suit yeah. that's, sure, sure, sure. that's kind of to me i feel that's kind of yeah. disrespectful to the yeah. performance that, yeah. that Tom there, there was some stuff some cg stuff i thought that was fantastic Absolutely. i love the washington monument scene yeah. generally yes. like the jumping and i the, got like, nervous because i felt ooh. like i was high up and yeah, in yeah. 3d that's the scene ooh, that is yeah. like i was like so stoked yeah. that i saw <laughs> yeah. it in 3d because i and in fact abby like squeezed my hand because she knows i have a fear of heights and you get such vertigo you watch yeah. it you go oh, i totally yeah. did i was holding my girlfriend's hand and her palm just instantly started sweating yeah she's like oh my god he's so yeah. high up yeah it was yeah. great i've never been this high up oh and if you you, you know you don't have a parachute peter yeah. so if you yeah. fall it'll probably be fatal yeah i, I will say that for the majority uh, the majority of the movie the visual effects are probably some of the better visual effects that i've seen in a marvel yeah. cinematic universe yeah. movie mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's because sony kind of handled that 
And I don't Sony know. Has their own, point. Point. Sony has their own VFX company. Obviously, Sony's they, they been animating Spider-Man since 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, but, and yeah. they farm stuff out to different companies. But, I'm, but yeah, it just... And also the visual kind of style and the visual look of the movie. I think the cinematography is a little different than previous Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. There's a bit more contrast. Things pop a little bit better. You know, if I look at the scenes with Spider-Man in this movie and look at the scenes of him in in Civil War, Civil War has a little bit more of like a neutral look. It's all washed out, yeah. Yeah, this definitely has more kind of a contrast in color and it has a little bit more of like a punch to it. Well, especially the end uh, plane fight scene where the plane was covered in LEDs. They made it look kind of psychedelic, kind of trippy Mm -hmm. with all the lights going crazy. I really enjoyed that. It was kind of chaotic. But at the same time, it really worked for me because yeah. it was it was su- super visually interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the music? Michael Giacchino's score. Na, 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 na. That opening. Yeah. yeah. It was the Marvel logo. That was really cool. I was a little bummed that they didn't include the Ramones version of Spider-Man in there, but they also included other Ramones songs. I was like, okay, yeah, good, good soundtrack. Not Guardians, good, but good soundtrack. Fits the character. Yeah. I'm going to download the score. I'm going to listen to it on repeat. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. To be determined, mm-hmm. I'll let you guys know how I overall score it. Because mm-hmm. Danny Elfman's tough to beat. And I know people Danny hated Elf- it. It's Danny tough Elfman to beat. Is, is really good. Yeah. But, you know, when we went from Danny Elfman Batman to Hans Zimmer Batman, they're mm-hmm. different beasts. Sure. And I love them both. You know, so I actually um, think James Horner's score for Amazing Spider-Man 1 is really good. Not too. my favorite, but there's yeah. great moments in it. There and is. I also, I know people don't like it. I really like the Hans Zimmer crazy collaboration with... Pharrell and a bunch of different people for two. I'm not a fan of that. Outside yeah. of the <laughs> inner monologue for Electro, but other stuff mm-hmm. I like, like even just the brown, brown. Like I'm like yeah. I dig a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But I'm gonna be checking out Chikino. He's my favorite of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, visual effects mostly good. Marissa Tomei, fantastic. Gwyneth Paltrow cameo, great. I'm, yeah. I was so happy that they're getting engaged. I was like, yeah. cool, they're back together. I think, I think, I think that's the, that's the one thing that I do want to mention about Iron Man, Happy Hogan, yeah. Pepper Potts. I and everybody knows this. I was the, I was definitely concerned about the overusage of Iron Man in this movie, mm-hmm. and I feel like they used it perfectly. Just yeah, right. he was Just used right. when yeah. he needed to be used, yeah. and even when we see Iron Man, Tony Stark's not necessarily in the suit, and I right. thought that was so great. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love the moment where Peter's like, "You don't even have the guts to be here," and, and he then it opens out. and he yeah. walks. That out. was a moment. And I was like, "That's cool." Because he was cool. like, because it was he was mad in a way that like, "Mad, I love you." Yeah. In a way that he was in Civil War. In a way he, that a he, dad you know, is mad at his dad when he tells Cap, "You're gonna come." with us because it's us and you're yeah. just like oh jesus it's hard breaking right now yeah, yeah. you know yeah that was that was good if they use him anymore it would have been too much yeah yes, if I they agree. use him any less it would have been like oh you, you guys just put him in the trailer exactly. yeah but you put exactly. but like yeah, yeah. but it was a part of the movie you know what yeah. shot we didn't get that shot in the trailers where spider-man yeah. and iron man are yeah. singing through the city which it, is the great. money shot man yeah it there was, was, a, there was an still... article about why but i didn't read it because i'm like i haven't seen uh, the movie yet i'll yeah. go uh, figure out why yeah it's either i haven't read either i think for two reasons either Potentially, it was just for the trailer, just yeah. for a dope trailer shot, so. or maybe there was an ending uh, instead of the Aunt May reveal, uh, which is the best. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> best. <laughs> maybe at the end of the movie, Spider Man or uh, Iron Man actually shows up to recruit him for Infinity War. Yeah, but yeah. whatever for whatever the reason is, it's mm-hmm. a great shot for the trailer. The fact that it wasn't in the movie was a little bit of a bummer, yeah. but I'm okay. We'll I'm okay. S- with but, yeah, but we'll you see the characters in. Go Infinity into War, movies. So. Keeping track of right. what's in the track. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's on us. <laughs> exactly. We're not we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I have one yeah. more question for you guys before we end. Do mm-hmm. you are you concerned at all or uh have any theories why we didn't see Spidey Sense in this movie? Well, so this has been a thing that's been coming up yeah. a lot. Yeah. And John Watts has said that he didn't necessarily want to focus on everything that the other movies have focused on. Correct. One of them being Spider-Sense, which has always been so heavily kind of focused on. Slow motion CG. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's cool, but yeah, in every movie there's a slow motion CG scene Mm -hmm. where things... 
slow yes. down and like yes. you know three it's always been a moment yeah. the spider sense yeah. always been a moment and people maybe just forget but we do see some form of spider sense in captain america civil war especially mm-hmm. when he's fighting against against falcon and bucky that's right they're throwing that's things right. and throwing doors at him mm-hmm. he's reacting and noticing them before they right, even right. come near mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. so and he Ant-Man, has a form he even of spider says sense. like uh guys and then like ant-man punches him yeah, like, because he says true. he says something about right. it. I think before it happens, yeah. even when he's fighting the guys in the bank, the Avengers bank robbers, he's dodging he's do- as yeah. they're you know. So he has so. he has a spider sense. I think that they again they want us they want to stand aside and be kind of like uh, independent of what the other movies have done. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't do things like exaggerated spider sense, mm-hmm. Uncle Ben, great power comes great responsibility. We will get to those things. Mm-hmm. I think for them it was really important to just establish who is this Peter Parker? Why is he different? Who is mm-hmm. his circle of friends? I thought their their different take on Flash Thompson was really cool. Yeah, him yeah, being more absolutely. of like a cyber bully. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and really, and I, like I hope to see more of that. The physical bully, I think they could play that up, but because we have seen that in the previous it's iterations, a good point. Yeah. it kind of reminded me a little point. bit of Power Rangers, where yeah. they tried to t- where they try to do like a modern bully, where yes. they're like, here's a kid who's being a dick, but he's not in just gonna, like seventeen he's or not whatever. Just, year yeah, he's not just pushing him into a locker like Puny Parker. It's like right. okay, that's from the sixties. Like Nobody a, does like that a, anymore. Like an eighties bad, you know, like people, bully kid. People yeah. do do like, all right, when I say penis, you say Parker. Yeah, like, exactly. He would get ragged on yeah. like that uh-huh. today uh-huh. by yeah. this kid, and it was really funny. It was like, technically, sir, sir, this this is my dad's car. I can't, you know, drives off and just busts into a thing. Like, yeah, that was really great. I thought Tony Revolori did a great job. I like how you could clearly tell that he could not drive that car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. I love that. Because he's like, this is really the first time I've ever driven. This is a big Again. step for me. Again, he's new, a kid. New he's a New, new Yorker. Yes. New Yorkers don't even drive. Don't drive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Abraham Atta as one of the kids on the science team Abraham, was yeah. was yeah. so, he played, he played Abraham. Yeah. He played Abe. He was so was great. So cute. Morales. I know, yeah. but I love that he was in it. He had yeah. his, his African accent. I was yeah. like, great. he's so great. If you haven't seen uh, Beast of No Nation, yeah, mm-hmm. amazing oh. that movie, and he steals it. He's so yeah. so good. Yeah. But like, I was glad that he was in it. Um, Martin Starr was great. Martin Starr was really Bress funny. Was Super funny. You know, it, just in those little quick little snippets. Um, Chris I mean, Evans just the kids. Captain America was really so fun. He, you, he loves doing that he side. Loves oh god! It yeah. was like in Thor: The Dark World where he shows up. And he's yes. Like, Ooh, I'm Loki, and yeah. I can just feel patriotic. John Watts, like, John Watts said they shot yeah. like 50 of those things. Uh, he's hoping that they can oh, all make it. Really, I want to see that. That end credit scene, though. It's so great. That end yeah. credit scene is so Somebody wrote on so Twitter, they're like, can we just put that at the end of every single Marvel movie? <laughs> yeah. it's so Captain great. America here to talk to you about patience. <laughs> like, so funny. And sometimes so when you, when you, uh, something like about feeling dumb about waiting, waiting for so long waiting. for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. It was so great. I think, I think overall, um, I really, really, really dug this movie. Yeah. I like the fact that it was bold and that it did things differently than other Spider-Man movies have done, not including things that we all expected to be there. Mm -hmm. Uncle Ben, Spider-Sense, all that kind of stuff. And really sprinkling, putting, like sprinkling in a lot of things that I think will definitely pay off in the future, especially now because Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios is involved. Yeah, absolutely. And because of things that we've seen, like that J. Michael Straczynski comic, when Kevin Feige talks about Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker and yeah. Spider-Man are one and the same. And he yep. wanted to put that on yep. a screen. Yes. It's like, he did. The death of Spider-Man, wh- the repercussions of that, Miles Morales, yeah. like all these things. So yeah. I'm excited for the future of Spider-Man. Do I have some quirks about the movie? Yeah. yeah. And and we've talked about them here. So the revelation of Liz Allen and, and Michael Keane's character being her dad. Um, 
maybe some some other things like I wanted some of the action to be clearer. Yeah, some of the especially the, the vulture fight at the end. But maybe it's because I was sitting in the front row yeah. of a 3D IMAX. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I was for doing for this us, and the it was sound was kind of off, so I feel yeah. like I need to watch it again because yeah. a lot I missed a lot of what Ned was saying. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. maybe that was just the theater I was in. Yeah, and that and happens. for me, I think the biggest thing is the emotional impact. Sure. And I think yeah. we will get that, and I think yeah. we will get there. And I think again, they're really trying to step like they they promised us a John Hughesy Spider-Man yeah. movie. And I really you feel like it. it delivered. I know some of those movies can have an emotional moments, but I don't think that they're as heavy. It's just such a different tone than yeah. the other entries in yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. This is mm -hmm. different than Guardians of the Galaxy. This is different than Ant-Man. This is different than Captain America yeah. Winter Soldier. And I think this, it's yeah. okay. No. And I think it's totally okay to say that this is more of a kid's movie. As, as it should be. He's, he's a kid. kid. Yeah. He's 15. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's 15 years old. Exactly. He's a kid. Exactly. They've got that. So, Overall, I was no. really happy with this movie. I still think that maybe some of the other Spider-Man movies were technically and, and, and maybe a little better executed. But I still think that this is a fantastic Spider-Man film. Super charming. Really Super charming, great. really fun, yeah. really funny. I want to see more of Jacob Adelon as Ned Leeds. I yeah, want to yeah. see more of some of the other supporting characters. I'm curious to see where a lot of these other characters go. Flash, right, right. Uh, Michelle. I want to see the repercussions of Aunt May finding out. There's just so much good stuff that they really tease and they really yeah. put in this movie that overall... Mm -hmm. I couldn't have really asked for anything yeah. anything more yeah. other than maybe more emotional stakes, but I feel like, again, it's a building block. We'll get there. I feel like this is my favorite Spider-Man movie because yeah. it made me realize that the, the fatigue I was feeling was not because of Spider-Man himself. It was because of people not treating him with the yes. respect he deserves. Basically. I would agree with that. They, 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 they put him in his place where he shines and, and he's shown like a motherfucker, mm -hmm. and this movie was so awesome. And gave him a good villain. Yes. Well, yeah, I you mean, know, like, and that's like, part of it, though. That's part of yeah. the Spider-Man universe. Mm -hmm. Like, Spider-Man shines because this guy is so fucking terrifying. Yeah. You know? So that's what I, I, I'm glad I was over, I was able to get over my fatigue, basically. Yeah, I so agree. I agree. I, this is my favorite Spider-Man so far. Same. Any final thoughts? Um, yeah, I want to go see it again. Yeah, so many great Easter eggs, man. There, I, I will say there were some moments of the 3D that were wonky. There was mm -hmm. some edging stuff, but overall, it was a really fun experience. What are you gonna experience. do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? That's how it is. is. I'll do better next time. That's you guys. budgets okay? and time for you. Uh, I will CBB. do better there's next CBB. time. Yeah, CBB. There's some CBBs yeah, in there, CBB. but overall, it was CBB. it was a really great, really fun experience. The crowd seemed to love it. I can't yeah. wait to watch it again. Mm -hmm. uh, can't wait to see what you guys think. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about Spider-Man: Homecoming. This is a spoiler review, so spoilers be damned. Go nuts. <laughs> Go crazy. Go crazy. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. YouTube.com/slash/hyperrpg. Check us out. We're on Cineverse every single Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg. Doing trailer reactions, all kinds of stuff. Check yeah. us out on Patreon as well. Tune in live. Tune in live. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you in the next review. What the fuck?